Hello and welcome to Dietary Fine for Bex and Annie. Hi, Annie. So <laughs> I, I literally as she was yawning. I was yawning. Hi. Hi. Is it sunny where you are? No. You know what? It, I had a glimmer. It was like, you know, that in the morning, in the minute of the UK, right, the wind is blowing so fast that you go out in the morning, you think it's going to be like a 30 degree day, like in the way that the sky looks and the sun is, there's not a cloud in the sky. 10 minutes later, the whole, the whole sky is just a barrage of black clouds. And you're just like, what? I did get a nice hour in early eyes. I was doing some of my client messages outside. So I do that now. Um, but I, I went on a, do you know what? I went on my quote unquote mindful morning walk in the woods. (laughs) I'm so upset. And I literally was having a conversation in my head the entire time round. And I was like, for God's sake, now I'm going to have to do a lap again because I've not, (laughs) at no point has this been mindful. (laughs) So then I had to go back and loop round again and listen to the birds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. being mindful though. It's like, it's not easy. Like, it makes me laugh though when people are like, I've got this nice little setup. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you're very lucky if you get this perfect morning where you get to do all this stuff. Like, can we be realistic now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you said, like, so you tried to get it, but you did lap it around again to get a bit of quiet time in your head, which is good. I did. I did. Yeah. That was my, that was my brain this morning. Uh, and it, it was probably those conversations that have formulated the topic of conversation that we're going to discuss today so thank oh, you exactly, ADHD exactly. It, all, it all plays a part I got up this morning and I write down this is not this is not journaling people this is not what I this is just me chatting to myself in my own head but I'm actually writing it on paper these days so I wrote down um <laughs> what I want to feel today so what energy do I want to feel today and how am I prepared to make that happen? So I wanted to feel confident and strong in myself. So, and how was I prepared to make that happen? So for me, it was as simple as I had to take five deep breaths before I got on a call with someone. Um, and that's all I had to do. And it, and it worked. And that's it. And that, those are two things I had to tell myself that I wanted to do today. And who else? The other third one was, um, who will benefit from me um, being in this this energy state that I want to be in who directly benefits from that and, and I was like today it will be my kids and it'll be work and that's it there's three things and I just feel like every morning I do that now and what I'll do is I'll, I'll add questions in like not loads but literally just have to I'm, I want like 10 minutes if that I think that's what be five minutes to do but it's really funny how by doing that now I like right I need to take these deep breaths before I went into this meeting because I was like I knew I'd be panicking and I knew I wouldn't be able to get what I wanted. And I just needed to calm myself down. But if I hadn't have actually put that out there that I was going to do that, I wouldn't have done it. And it's just, mm-hmm. it, it, it's that pause in the moment, isn't it? I fucking love a pause in the moment. I love it. It's also like you're basically okay. directing, like it's completely in your control how you show up. Like, show up that day and you're taking like the power back kind of thing. And yeah. I love that. And, you know, obviously it's not always applicable. Like if something absolutely terrible happens, don't, I'm going to choose to, you know, like the toxic positivity stuff, but like day to day, like, like stuff like that can genuinely be like a game changer. I would say if I went back this morning and was like, how do I want to feel today based on what I have done today, it would be peaceful. Ah, there you go. I I feel very at peace today, which is unusual for me. I'm usually... 
But actually, there was really, I had a nice check-in as well from one of my girls this morning, and she's accomplished a lot in the last um, few years we've been coaching together. And she said she's always had like some major big goal. There's been something happening, and she's pushed for it, she's driven for it, and she's she's achieved every goal that she set out to do. And she said she goes, I'm just I can't be asked with fat loss anymore. I'm at a place where I'm just happy. Okay, I don't particularly like this certain area of my body, but I'm okay with that. I am I feel like a bad bitch because I've done XYZ, these little challenges she's put in front of herself. You know, she has lost quite a lot of body fat as well. And she's, you know, she's run a marathon, she's done lots of things. And she just said, I feel like a badass bitch and nothing's gonna ever stop me now from where I was, the person that I was two years ago, and I had no confidence. I had nothing. I was like she hated everything about herself and to see her now and say I can't actually be asked with fat loss anymore I'm at a place where I'm accepting of my body and all I want to focus on now is um her running and her cycling and that and I was like I love it like I I can't be and I'm like you don't have to be bothered by fat loss like if you're at a place where you're happy you're content just maintain and just go and do all of these fun stuff that you want to do now, you know, like, it's really sad. I think that women sometimes think that they have to, if they're not at this end point in their mind, where they think their end point should visually look, that they think they have to keep striving for it, whereas she's got to a point where she's like, actually, that's not the thing that I want to focus on right now. And I think that's incredible that you can take someone on that process and that journey, and they come out at that point. It Yeah, literally, I've, I've got a client leaving this week as well and she's in a very similar place and she's done like absolutely amazingly and it is just like she just got to that point where she's like yeah I'm pretty happy like with with where I am and the work that I've done and you know yada yada and I think yeah it's what an amazing job to be able to get someone to that that point um but also I think it's like it's acknowledging that it's completely okay for you to change course like at any point or for you to realize that actually this goal isn't that important to me or you know maybe you're actually and sometimes it's like questioning you know it does the cost like of what I need to do here outweigh the benefits or not and it's like that's only you can answer that because that's going to be different for every single person you know um based on your social life your lifestyle like just just so many so many things like and that's only you can answer that and I think there is there is such a pressure to always have like a fat loss goal as a woman or you know want no, to be changing your not, body all the time. She's not at a point she said, you know, I'm accepting I'm accepting of where my body is. And that was huge. And especially but I, I love the fact now that she's not necessarily looking at her body from that point of view that it has to aesthetically look and be a certain way. It's now she's looking at it right, this is a powerhouse. I've run a marathon. Mm. I think since she's run this marathon, it's done something for her confidence where she has literally just skyrocketed and now has this unfathering, what's the word? Unwavering, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of thing. She's got this unwavering like, confidence in herself. Like she can literally do whatever she wants and whatever she wants to set out to do, she's going to do it because she's proved to her old self that she's no longer that person that couldn't do stuff or let um other people dictate her life you know like and it's oh I love it and I'm I'm not 
I always get thing when my girls go, but with her, like she's, and I know she'll come back. She's like, I don't, I'm, I, she's learned enough. And when she does want to pursue either another uh, performance goal and she needs help with nutrition or she wants to start dieting in, I know our relationship is so open that she's like, yeah, I'm ready to come back now. I, I want, I need, you know, I'm not even worried about her maintaining because I, I feel like I've taught her everything that she needs to know and she will maintain fine. Um, where sometimes you get clients that you, I feel like you're not in that place to go. Like you still, you still need a bit more because like we're going to talk about now about like different um, things that come into the industry, don't they? Like fads, uh, toppings, mm-hmm. like at the minute this glucose thing is all around social media, isn't it? About spiking your insulin levels and eating a certain way before you, you know, eating your, what is it? Protein and fats first before your carbs and all of that kind of stuff. And I know some girls when they leave that, they they would fall into that or believe in that and it's like it's I really struggle with that thing so I'm like oh no I don't feel like you've you've learned everything you need to know yet um so that's what we're going to talk about today isn't it is this so go for it Annie explain what we're going to talk about because I would jumble this up like a car crash if I try to say it <laughs> I think it's um it comes down to the point about how all of these nutrition trends that come out, it's its basically like the basics aren't sexy. Nobody cares about calorie deficit anymore <laughs> because everyone's just like, it's too, it doesn't, it's too simple. It doesn't <laughs> sell very well. And it's like, you, you're literally bombarded by some of, it's like the biggest, some of the biggest podcasts with some of the biggest reach platforms in the world um are basically platforming the this mis this misinformation and um nutrition boswellocks basically um and it's hard to filter out but I also think sometimes and I say this from like personal experience but like sometimes we look for these novel things or these trends or these tiny details that people are, are basically making out to sound mechanistically interesting and actually probably do have some mechanistic um legitimate legitimacy to to them right like um it's like the stuff about something i saw this morning was like and they say it so convincingly like women in midlife your metabolism is not the same as in your 20s and 30s and it's like okay what but and it's that's the reason why you're struggling with these cravings and you feel like you're gaining weight out of nowhere, even though you eat like a rabbit. And it's like, okay, like realistically, that's actually not what's what's going on here. But they say it in such a convincing way with such great copy, like copywriting, that you're just like- You're bought into it. You're bought in. And it sounds so novel and it sounds like, and I think also, especially when you're in such a vulnerable place, like I went through the same when it came to PMS and endometriosis and you want to believe anything because you just want to feel better in that moment. And I think it's the same with, you know, peri- my, my pen- perimenopausal and menopausal clients as well. Um, is you just want something to help and you just, you do just want to look for something to just like solve it all for you and, you know, completely understandable. Um, and it's just such a shame that there are so many like, charlatans out there being platformed by these huge yeah people like you said it's the people that have got like a stance to be able to like push it as well and it and it's like oh it's because they have such a big audience and they know exactly what they're doing 
Um, and it, it, it bothers me a lot because then we have to shout even louder to try and get heard. And because we're we're small fish in such a big pond, it's it's heartbreaking because then we know that those people that fall for this stuff eventually will filter into our world and be like, oh, and they might have spent years doing the stuff that people are set telling them to do and thinking that and thinking that there's something wrong with them in that whole time, like, oh, this is why it's it's because my glucose levels aren't whatever or yeah or or they've developed disordered eating and this obsession with with tiny details like that and then you know we're the coaches to kind of like help support them through that because you know they can't eat a bar of dairy milk without feeling overwhelmingly guilty and and potentially binging after that do you know what I mean and yeah it's tough and but this some of this stuff like is potentially harmful and I don't I don't think people necessarily realize that um let's talk about that glucose one that's going around at the minute then they are promoting so this is yeah this is like predominantly driven by the glucose goddess um (laughs) and this is something i see crop up a lot in um in like the perimenopause menopause space as well because um because in that population there is a increased risk of insulin resistance um from declining estrogen right and so they can then use that rationale which is like a genuine rationale it's not like you get menopause and you get insulin resistance or pre-diabetes right that's not what happens but there is increased risk and so people use that and say well you know your glucose tolerance has is now impaired and you need to be doing you need to be focusing on glucose spikes and monitoring and balancing your blood sugar and all of this stuff and it's like no, you don't. But like that stuff, ha- and but they take, you know, a scientific, right. a scientifically sound fact, and then like twist it into this is what you need to fix weight gain, cravings, you know, um, fatigue, all of that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, you know, she just goes on these giant podcasts and will, you know, say stuff like. I just like make crazy claims that, you know, inflammation is because of glucose spikes, weight issues are because of glucose spikes. And it's like glucose, your blood glucose, if you're not pre-diabetic or diabetic, right? If your glucose regulation is completely normal, you're a healthy individual, right? Um, It is, you don't need to be thinking about this stuff. Like, like your, your glucose spiking after a meal is completely irrelevant. And what's basically happening is they're pathologizing this really normal physiological response from a meal that is that just happens anyway. But your body, your body knows what it's doing. (laughs) Yeah, your your body, especially if you're a healthy individual and you're not pre-diabetic, pre-diabetic or diabetic, your body is literally has mechanisms to deal with that, and that's absolutely fine. Um, And it's not necessarily even in those populations that it's the glucose spiking that's causing that problem. You know, that it's a much bigger picture thing when it comes to stuff like that. And actually it's kind of like um, glucose regulation as a whole. And yeah, it's just much bigger picture than the stuff that they make out. But (sighs) yeah, it's it's kind of exhausting. Um, I think how exhausting it is for people that like, like we understand this stuff, but imagine what it's like for just, you know, your everyday female who, 
isn't hasn't got all this background in like I wouldn't know about glucose spiking and all of that stuff if I hadn't done a background in nutrition and the human body I wouldn't have a clue like I wouldn't remember that from flipping school and you know all of those things that we learn about the biology then so like that's really overwhelming for women that and it's like you said they just know how to sell and market it it's the same with any bloody fad that people do though isn't it they, those they, they know exactly how to make you feel that this is the thing to fix you I had an email come through the other day about um Dragon's Den uh I, I think it's Deborah is has slimming pills out or she's she sponsors you know what they do they give people money don't they for um to go into a business and help them market it and anyway so this one girl had gone to her obviously with the business idea of slimming pills and it looked like it was you know Deborah Meaden has now sponsored them and this email's come through now with these like you need to take these tablets to be summer body ready because it will get it will make you lose x amount of pounds in however many weeks and it's all about the keep they're, they're selling the keto thing again and mm. like ketones and, you're, and i'm like oh my gosh but again big high profile people that know exactly how to market this stuff they have bigger people on top of them that know how to write and email and make it and i was like they and of course the picture on the magazine that came through on my email was of this woman this beautiful woman in this amazing bikini looked fantastic and at the bottom you these pills are what got her here and I'm like no those pills they might have contributed to her because she might not have had an appetite to want to eat so yes okay she lost weight but I guarantee that woman on the cover of that magazine also trains in the gym very hard and eats a very well balanced diet before she even got those tablets because <laughs> and I it just I drive me crackers and I had a client actually um do you know what it reminds me of as well, though? <laughs> you know when you see those um, L'Oreal adverts and it's like yeah. Davina Paul with this like like glowing auburn brown hair, and it's like it's like she did not use a box dye to get no. that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It is exactly like those box dye adverts. And then she had a four hundred pound stylist, and you know it. Like, <laughs> and she had someone do her hair just before she went on camera yeah. for the video as well. Um, exactly that, but it's. <laughs> And one of my um, actually clients that I PT, she she was like, oh, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, okay, tell me. And she goes, oh, I um, I've been detoxing. And I was like, my face just hit the floor. I was like, pardon me, tell me again. What are you doing? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why? Why have you done this? Well, I saw this advert for something, and it was about cleansing your liver, detoxing, all of this stuff. And I was like, so you bought it? So yeah, I was like, well, you do know that your body just does that naturally without you having to take a drink every single day. It just, your body, this is what our bodies do. So anyway, she, I, I gave her a little bit of a, look, this is why I don't agree with these kinds of things because A, your body does it for you. There's nothing wrong with you. The reason you are now going to lose weight is because you've spent three days eating just juices. So what do you think is happening in your body right now? And she's like, well, I've got no food in me. I'm going to drop a lot of water away. And I'm exactly. So what's going to happen when you go back to eating like a normal diet? Oh, yeah. Oh. And I was like, right. So you, and then you're going to think you need those detoxes again, those drinks again, because, oh, well, that's how I lost the weight before. And I'm like, and I, so I was a little bit like, I felt a bit. I felt like I don't shout out enough that this is stuff that women shouldn't be doing because it's people that are still in my world. She went and bought that. She was like, yeah, that's fine. I can do that. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. You've spent like 50 odd quid. 
for three days worth of drinks and and I, I felt like I need to shout loud about this because pe- women are still doing this because they think that that's an okay thing to do. And I'm like, but your liver does that. Your body detoxes your body. And I was like, and I was like that, what you'd spend on those three days is more expensive than what my one-to-one like online coaching. And it's madness. And I was like, oh my God. Like, so I felt like I have probably, I need to shout louder about this stuff. And it gave me a bit of a kick up the ass thinking, okay, women are still falling for this. And people that I know are still taking these things. Yeah, I feel the same way about um stuff like athletic greens as well. Oh, you know, like the green part. I'm like, you know how much that stuff is? It's a hundred quid. I know. It's a thirty day supply, and I, I was just like, in. I need to put some spinach in your smoothie, and you'll be absolutely dandy. Yeah. You. Um, I got sucked in again, and I know this shit, right? And I nearly got sucked into it. I was follow someone I follow, a big like a big big person, and they they have a discount code obviously and I was like oh maybe I'm not getting enough maybe I'm not so I'll go and have a look at it I was like I am not paying that much per month for this subscription to come through my post I was like I'm just gonna have some more spinach like you said I was like I'll just stick Literally. it in my movie. job done <laughs> yeah and you so I know they've got whatever it says like probiotics in it as well but it's also like you know you can get that from food but also <laughs> you don't need to be taking probiotics to improve no. your gut when you're not doing all of the basic minimum requirements for gut health, like oh. eating 30 grams of fiber a day. Yeah. It's like, are you eating 30 grams of fiber a day when you're taking athletic greens or are you just, are you not doing that? Because now you you think you don't need any veggies because you just that, got- Exactly, that whole thing of, oh, I don't need to add, now add vegetables into my meal because I'm getting it in a drink. Well, no, you like, why not forget the drink, save your money and buy the veggies and get it into your body that way. And it really- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why do, why do they think that inventing this stuff is a good idea why not just promote eat more vegetables because do you know why because other people in the fitness and wellness industry do not have as much integrity as you bex and that is why because they only care about the money in their pocket and it, that's the thing as well like if you were making like really black and white statements like your metabolism is the problem and then sold something off like sold your coaching off the back of that you'd be a, a, a gazillionaire yeah. and you don't want to and you don't want to be a gazillionaire because you don't want to sacrifice your integrity for that and yeah. such is life so it does matter it's just like yeah but like you said I'd rather have integrity than as a gazillion pounds in my bank account but it just freaking annoys me that and it, like even I said that I get sucked into it and I nearly, and I nearly did it. And I was like, oh my God, like wake up. But other people won't because they won't have that wake up moment. And they don't have that kind of like, now this is just a pure way for them to make money because obviously they get money for everyone that buys into it. They get a, a, like a, I don't know, a, a commission off it, isn't it? Mm. it yeah. It just annoys me, but it, yeah. And I just feel, yeah. I'm so I mean, I need to shout louder about all this crap that's going on because Obviously, like I said, I don't want women falling for this. And it's because I've fallen for it myself. That's what it is. Because I've got, it brings back all those times when I fell for some mm. thing about the, leaving the glucose thing. I would have been like, oh, maybe I need to eat my protein and my vegetables before I eat my carbs now, because that, yeah. that's going to help. When, well, obviously that's a great thing to do because you're going to fill up first on the foods that are actually, you, you know, you probably have less of, don't you? Because everyone will go for the carbohydrate option first. 
Well, yeah. uh, and I said to you, like, if the recommendation from Glucose Goddess is like, okay, you need to be eating your veggies first, then your protein, and then your carbohydrates, then you're thinking, <laughs> I said to you, didn't I? Well, if you're there thinking, well, I only had macaroni cheese for lunch at the minute, <laughs> and now you think, shit, I need to have protein and fiber because I don't have any of those things so that I can eat them first in my yeah. meal then automatically you're already changing your eating habits because you don't even do that shit anyway. You don't even eat no. protein in your lunch. And now someone's telling you, you've got to eat it first. You're like, oh shit, I better start including more protein. And it's like, guess what? And you know, and this is what we say as well. You know, people always say diets don't work. Intermittent fasting doesn't work. Um, I don't know, like monitoring your glucose doesn't work. Yes, it does. It works and because then people get confused because they're like, well, why is so-and-so saying that it does work? Well, so-and-so down the road lost like, 20 pounds in two weeks because they were doing intermittent fasting because this stuff genuinely does work but doesn't work for the reason that you think it does or the reason that they're like touting or whatever it is because like with intermittent fasting you've you're making now or any of these things you're probably now making much more mindful choices around what you're eating around what you're eating and you're making more conscious efforts to kind of change the way you approach it like like you said it's the way you approach it you're approaching that phase of, ah, oh, you go into that diet, I'm quite excited because you're going to try something new now that's automatically going to fix you. But it's not anything new. You're just eating the foods that you should be eating anyway. But it feels better. It feels like, oh, this is this is it now. This is the magic. This is the thing that's going to... Mm. And then you think, oh, it's the low carb or it's because yeah. I've reduced my glucose spikes now yeah. my meal or it's because intermittent fasting is a magic bullet. It's like, no, intermittent fasting just reduce your in- window of eating. But then people still say, I can eat whatever I want. And it's like, oh. Oh, it's like that, um, you know, is it the 5-2 where you have 500 calories for two days and you live like however many days at five, what is it? Five, yeah, five days at your maintenance or low, slightly under and two days at like 500 calories and people lose weight on it. And I, I have had loads of women say, oh, I lost loads of weight on that 5-2 diet. I was like, well, no shit, Sherlock, because you were starving for two days of the week. Like you literally had 500 calories, which is nothing. That is no food. That's like, that's no food. That's like a tin of soup. That is, that is the Cambridge diet. Isn't the Cambridge diet 600 calories, but that's just every day. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? This woman keeps popping up on bloody social media thing. And she's a Cambridge woman. I don't know why she, I feel it's because I need to interact with this woman and go, I'm going to smack you in the face in a minute. I shouldn't really say that, but you know what I mean? It does get me really angry. I didn't mean that anyway. I don't mean that at all. I would, I, I would never obviously do that, but it just gets me revised up because she literally is on there going, I'm going to show you what you can eat on this like amazing, and it's all juice. And they, they've obviously adapted the Cambridge diet now to like nice packets of porridge and smoothies that you add, you, you know, you've got the stuff all in a packet and you put it in a blender. They, and, they like, use, I noticed they use the word flexible dieting oh, now. So. <laughs> and then they've got like a nice meal that you can have in the evening which looks a bit pants that you could actually make yourself mm. I'm like oh and she's on my feed every day and she's like look at the results look at these results they're incredible and I'm like yeah because you're living off fresh air and what do you do if you stop eating this food how are you going to learn to know how to make your porridge yourself and how what you need to put in that because you're just pouring it out of a packet and just adding water to it like where's the where's the education where's the like oh I actually want to get interested about food and what I'm putting in my body because you know what this makes me feel good like it's amazing when women say to me do you know what I have half the amount of cravings than I ever used to have before 
And it's because they're eating so much more of a balanced diet now. And I, there's something in it. Like they, they eat well, whole foods. And yes, there's, there's a kebab thrown in there every now and again and a McDonald's and all of this stuff. But she genuinely says, I have less cravings now because the majority of my diet is like wholesome. And I'm not saying like wholesome as in it could be a shop bought lasagna with new potatoes and some frozen fucking broccoli. Um, and, but because she's eating most of those foods most of the time she's now I've got chocolate in my house and I don't need to go and eat it 24 7 because I, I feel quite satisfied with what the what how mm. I'm like yeah it's because your body's getting what it wants now it's not mm. being filled up on nine percent fast foods and takeouts it's the reverse it's now like 80 percent nutrition 20 percent fast foods convenience foods and all of that stuff and when I mean convenience foods I mean like highly processed kind of foods not like I think a, a, a lasagna that you buy shop bought that's kind of convenient because it's it's easy in it you don't have to do anything I'm talking mm. about highly processed food so there's a lot less of that and I think there's a massive link between cravings and um eating better well yeah because it will be well for, there's probably loads of things to that in that your age is more satiated like hunger is it's cause and effect when it comes to cravings if you're hungry then you're going to crave more that's just like simple but there's also like the satisfaction that comes from it as well like you're not going to be satisfied if you're skipping meals or you're just forcing a shake down yourself like some slim fast shake and you're actually eating meals like full meals of all these different components or whatever satisfaction is a proper thing and satisfaction and, and feeling full is not the same thing satisfaction is like I genuinely feel like like satisfied by that meal like as in it was pleasant and it had lots of texture and I enjoyed eating it I didn't feel restricted by it and then you don't need to go seeking satisfaction from the things that you know immediately bring you it because you'll get you're actually just getting it from whole less calorie dense foods now um and then I also think just nourishing your body like treating it that way you then don't necessarily the mindset shifts because you don't necessarily want to put in and you feel better from it. You feel better from eating whole foods, more more veggies, more fiber, more protein. You you genuinely get to the point where I, I definitely did, where I don't want to put that stuff into my body anymore. And don't get me wrong, I still do. As well, that I used to go on. They're so snobby when they say that. They're so like, do you know that? But it's not. I I like. I am now that snob because I'm like, oh, actually, like, yeah, I couldn't have a whole week of living off takeouts, like McDonald's, uh, KFC, all of that stuff. Because I, my stomach would be, it wouldn't be happy. And no. I, I would be miserable. Yeah. I know it in myself. I just feel it. like crap, don't yeah. you? And again, like, we still include that stuff in my diet. Like, I had a McDonald's the other day when I was hungover as hell. You know, I have a nice Big Mac meal. But I enjoyed it. And that's what, my, that's what I wanted. But I also then came home that night and was like, oh my gosh, I really want, what did we have? I think I had a lasagna and a huge salad because I was like, and I had some homemade chips and I was like, yeah, I'm happy with that because I knew that's again, so it is really interesting and it, I, I, I just get really passionate about it to be honest with you. <laughs> it's your job, it is your job. It is like... I get passionate about this because you'd be worried if I didn't. Yeah, I'd be worried if you didn't. Um... I'm not passionate about nutrition and why it's such an amazing thing and how it, transport is today I'm not going to do this job anymore Uh, I feel that's the end but yeah so yeah Um, but I also said as well didn't I that um I feel like sometimes we can like latch onto these 
new things to kind of focus on or not like shove blame on, but to kind of say, oh, oh I'm going to put like my attention into that thing. Like, you know, watching, like making sure I have a salad before a meal or making sure I eat the components of my meal in a different order or, you know, control, like eating like focusing on the timing of my eating, like not eating up like intermittent fasting type stuff, because that sounds so much more appealing than changing your habits yeah, and yeah, yeah, doing yeah. the mindset work. And because when people, I, I, and I remember thinking this, you know, when it came to my endometriosis and when I just felt like absolute crap and the fatigue was just like unreal and you know you were reading all of these little things about how to hack your metabolism and how to you know do all of this stuff and hijack your cravings and it's like all that biohacking stuff isn't it and it's like that sounded so much more interesting than actually you just kind of need to take a look at your stress and yeah. and calm down <laughs> and you know eat whole foods and and kind of find coping mechanisms outside of food and stop seeking comfort from food and then you're like oh well, that shit sounds scary so well, actually, if I put my put and it's hard work. I yeah, and I, I've actually got to change things there, and I've actually got to do the work. And so you would rather focus on the tiny details to kind of like put off doing that work. And it's like, sure, you might get a little bit of a, a, yeah, a like weight loss, yeah, in that time, but it's not going to last. Um, and then you're just left back at square one again, and yeah. then you're again faced with that. Oh, I know I need to be doing. Yeah. work on that um well, find something new now because that hasn't worked so where's the next um thing I'm going to try to to instead of thinking I'm just going to spend time doing the hard stuff and you know change take action and and make those changes because otherwise you won't ever sustain whatever results you get anyway so what's worse going around and around and around in the same circle like I did for probably close on 12 years just looping mm. the same crap all the time or having to do the hard work and not realizing actually I would have been better off spending two years three years doing a bit of the graft changing habits behaviors looking at my diet looking at where I needed to implement those changes and doing it and then those results last forever um so yeah, it's definitely, yeah. And it, like I said, it's never going to go away because it's still in the industry now. This is when I'm 42 and I remember this stuff being out when I was like 13, 14, 15 and it's still going on now. So it's not going away, is it? There is always going to be somebody saying, this is what you need to do to fix your metabolism or this is the thing that you need for fat loss because you can't do it just through diet and exercise, which is just mm. the old fashioned way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crackers as well that we, we honestly think that you like, Nutri like quality nutrition research is not put out at the speed that these things are coming out in so that's a telltale sign exactly. that all of this stuff is bullshit like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that should be a bit of a revelation a bit of a light bulb oh actually these come these reports come out very quickly yeah because they're throwing them at they're not real they're not proper they're and not it's like where where they say oh this is like backed by a scientific paper and research and then they quote some random study but you, I saw one this one you know Dr it's is ID IDZ the guy that literally he's such a legend if you don't follow him follow him but he busts like so many myths um like nutrition myths that come out from all of these people like um carnivore MD oh, that yeah. guy and it, he did one I watched one the other day and it was like carnivore MD was basically saying spinach is the worst thing you could be eating for your health yeah. um 
<laughs> spinach contains oxalates and oxalates, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like, if you read, uh, it was basically oxalates cause kidney stones or whatever. And you can then trace a paper which says, you know, kidney stones are made up of um, basically some fancy science word that has oxalate. It's made up of oxalates, but it comes from the oxalates that your body makes. Yeah. And so you can, you can take a paper and say oxalates are behind kidney stones or whatever, and then say, oh, spinach contain oxalates. But there's no, you can't, I know. And it's like, it's just an absolute madness. And it's like, no. And then, so what doctors does is like, basically just bashes all these things, goes into the actual meta-analyses, in oh, other words, quality good. evidence, and just says, here's what we actually know about, you know, kidney stones yeah. and their formation. And actually it's formed from the oxalates that your body makes. And that's not to do with the oxalates that you get from your diet. Um, and we also know that, um, you know, moderating kidney stones and like it's mm -hmm. a, what's associated with fewer kidney stones is vegetables, <laughs> like high fiber diet and, you know, whatever else that basically this guy is telling you not to eat. And that is actually associated with eating like more meat and stuff like that and he's carnivore md isn't he so he all he ever eats is meat yeah yeah and you just think oh my god just take but, your shirt off and start smashing a plate of spinach on yeah. the ground and you'll be famous in like two seconds but it's like we need but, to stop putting our trust in these people oh i know i know but it's just yeah there we are we could go on about this for hours um but yeah i feel i feel we've i'm i feel people will hear us on this one Mm -hmm. I, hope it, I hope you ladies and gents if you are listening and you're like oh yeah this makes sense now this is it's starting to sink in like these things are not the things that you need to be doing um and it unfortunately it does take effort and and you know it takes you wanting to change for the for the long term to get results long-term results and but you'll come out from it in such a different place to where you are and I think that's the that's the golden ticket isn't it when you know you can you can do the work to change and then you have that with you forever and you don't ever have to rely on someone else selling you a quick fix or you panicking that oh I need to try that because nothing else has worked um and I think that's a far nicer place to be in than always looping the same circle forever and always fighting with yourself and never having those content moments isn't it and mm -hmm. being able to live your life um mm -hmm. And knowing that you can live a life and your diet has to fit into it. And it's all about, it's all about compromising with yourself and you're being um, okay with the actions that you're taking. And sometimes the actions that you take mean, okay, your diet might be on hold for a day or two, but if you're okay with that, then that's fine. And then the next, you might be like, okay, because of circumstances might be behind that. Um, yeah, I think compromise with yourself more and don't fall for these stupid bloody fads. That would be my last bit of advice to you. <laughs> yeah. I would also say as well, like, I, this was this is coming from someone that literally used to speed through life. Like, everything I did was like 100 million miles an hour. If I wasn't shortcutting something in some way or another, like, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. But ever since I kind of just slowed the F down, stopped trying to change my body composition in like eight weeks and like just put these ridiculous time constraints on every goal I ever had, whether it be business, whether it be, you know, like body composition, fat loss, muscle gain, whatever it was. And when I just slowed down, 
it was like an absolute revolution and not putting time constraints is on these things is is so relieving and I know that there's there's kind of like a little bit of privilege in that especially if you're coaching because you might be thinking I can't necessarily afford to you know the support for that length of time but you can do this on your own as well and just realize that the sustainable route is probably the faster one anyway but a lot of the stress and the need for quick fixes and shortcuts is only going to like land you in the same place down the line and it's only prolonging your and it, it will cost you it will cost you at some point it will cost you money that you spend on these products that you're you're buying into but it will also cost you in terms of how long this stuff takes you to your health your you know how long it's going to take you to get results so it does come out of cost in different areas not necessarily always a financial one but like health implications and how long you're you know, you're, you're staying in a, a body that has got maybe excess body fat and it's, it's struggling to, to function in a certain way. So I think it does, it will, the cost will always be there, but it might be in a different way than you think. But financially, I think that eventually you'll end up spending the same on these products and fast, quick fixes, or even just the stress of it than what you would have done if you thought, you know what, I'm just going to plow that money into an investment into coaching maybe and do it for three, four, five, six months and be like, okay, but the money that I'm actually going to save in that long term will benefit me in the greater scheme of things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it's it's also like, you know, where these things are landing your relationship with food and, you know, how how much you're thinking, like worrying and overwhelming about what it is you're eating or feeling fatigued because you're just not fueling your body in in the right way or your habits just aren't supporting the life and how you want to feel um even if it's just like body image issues as well and you're still caught in like that that like cycle of hating your body restricting to the point where you just land yourself in the same place you avoid photos with your family um you know all of these things as well like that's a big cost and it's like how much longer are you going to spend on that um and do you know how many we'll leave on this note but there's do you know how many women I talk to and they're like they literally dress in black because they're they don't they're sad and they're not happy and um how much that impacts like your whole day that you you set off your day dressed in clothes that you don't even feel that happy about and you're in you're in you're in dark clothes you know um but yeah and yeah but Mm. you know you've got us here and we're here to help you in any way that we possibly can even if that's just a a question box that we put up and you want a little bit of us to answer something in that on a on a story or any way that we can we're we're here to help so please keep leaving us reviews as long as they're five star i was reading them the other day they're really nice the ones that we've had um please leave us some more that'd be awesome share us with anyone that you feel that this podcast would help and yeah just know that our dms are always open and you can book in a like a get to know you call as well with either one of us if there's you know we're we're here for a chat which um you can find on our instagram account you can indeed yeah Yeah. Um, yeah. thanks so much see you uh see you next week yeah bye for now